Yo, 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 welcome to the Make It Rain podcast. Oh, we haven't done an episode in the longest time. Uh, this is the first episode of 2020. And uh, I mean, unfortunately, it's kind of a sad topic. But, you know, today we're going to be tributing this podcast to Kobe Bryant. Uh, on January 26th, we heard some uh, devastating news, some very, you know, tragic and just like unforeseen stuff. But basically what happened was uh, on, on January 26th, there was a, a plane crash in uh, California. And uh, in that plane crash was unfortunately Kobe, uh, his daughter, Gigi, uh some of her teammates, uh, Alyssa Ottobelli, uh, Peyton Chester, along with their parents, Carrie and John Ottobelli, and Sarah Chester, along with the coach, Christina Masur, and the pilot, Ara Zobayan. So uh, I just want to send my condolences to all of them and all of their families and friends. And, uh, yeah, it's it was really sad what happened on that day. Like January 26th was a very, very, very sad and a tragic, tragic day because I mean, it just like, it, it was like crazy to hear, to hear that news on that day. Like, I mean, people thought, you know, I'm sure when people first heard is, you know, it was like a, like, they can't be serious, but like, this was a, a serious event and it's really unfortunate what happened to, uh, Kobe, Gigi and those, uh, seven others on that plane. Uh, but today we're just going to dedicate this podcast to Kobe Bryant because Kobe was a legend, like the world lost a legend that day and we were just not talking on the basketball court like but in real life this man was a legend and he was an icon and uh you know i'm gonna read some quotes that i have from like the nba commissioner as long as and also the WNBA commissioner and you know kobe was just an inspiration uh he touched a generation of people not only, like I said earlier, not only on the basketball court, but in life in general with, you know, his mom, his uh, Mamba mentality. Uh, he was, a, you know, an amazing leader. Uh, the way the way that man carried himself. Oh, you know, Kobe was a, a no nonsense guy, man. He was a no nonsense guy. And he was like very, very determined. He worked, worked really hard. Like he was one of the hardest workers and you know he ne that man he never settled he never settled he always put his best you know he always put put his best out there and with him like he just he never settled and uh yeah it was it was sad to see him pass but unfortunately Things happen in life, uh, unforeseen stuff. And, you know, 
I just want to, you know, tribute this pod to him, send my uh, condolences to, you know, the family, uh, friends, and everyone involved. Not just him and, like, his his daughter, but even those uh, seven others who died in that helicopter crash. It's sad because they were, like, literally on their way to, to basket. I think, basketball practice, man. They're literally on their way to basketball. And Gigi, 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 Gianna, she was only 13 years old. That girl, she had a whole life to live. You know, her life, she was, she's just a kid. She, she was just a kid. And, you know, for her to pass like that, like, there was just so much potential. Even Kobe, too. He was 41. He just got out the league in 2016. The man, like, he was becoming, he was literally, he had his, like, whole life, like, he was living a successful life after the NBA. You know, he had some good shows on ESPN. He was really good with business. Uh, he, you know, he was coaching his daughter, Gianna. He opened up a uh, facility for girls basketball and all and men's basketball and yeah i mean he had shows like he had his show detail i think he know i think he won an award for something for an animated short uh don't quote me on that i mean i had to do more research on that but i think he won like kobe had his man had his life ahead of him like he was he was he was killing life after the nba like he he was killing life like and it's unfortunate like i know we only saw like part of what he was doing but imagine like if he had you know lived longer the stuff he would be doing man it's it's crazy it's crazy but you know i'm I'm not gonna try and focus on the negatives on this because you know i mean it is negative but like you wouldn't you know you gotta like you know, while you mourn him, you also have to celebrate this man because this man, man was a legend, yo. A, like, straight up legend. He inspired so many people. I said this earlier, a generation of people this man has inspired with his mama mentality. I can't even go down the list of people he inspired. He probably touched everybody that I've known, you know, and it's just, you know, it's unfortunate that we lost uh, a legend that day. But, you know, as I was saying, he always wanted more. He, uh, he never settled. He never, he never settled. And he was like the hardest, hardest worker. And and Kobe was a funny guy too. Like you watch some in- interviews. Like you know, Kobe knew how to have have some fun too. he's a funny guy but uh, i'm just gonna get into some quotes i have some quotes from uh adam silver uh the nba commissioner what he released in his statement after kobe's passing uh he said well i'm not gonna read the whole statement but this quote i took away was but he will be remembered as kobe bryant he will be remembered for most inspiring people around the world to pick up a basketball and to compete to the very best of their ability. He was generous with the wisdom he acquired and saw it as a mission to share it with future generations of players taking a special delight in passing 
down his love of that of the game to Gianna. So, I mean, that's basically what he did. Like, he inspired so many NBA players, so many, not even just NBA players, WNBA players, people in other sports, and people just in, like, he inspired people in life in general, you know. I know it's, it's probably going to sound like I'm repeating stuff, but, yo, it's true. Like, this man, oh, my God, like, oh, I don't know if he did a TED talk, but he 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 should have done a he could have probably done a TED talk or something like that. And uh, I'm just gonna quote from an, another quote from the WNBA commissioner Kathy Engelberg. Uh, this was in the WNBA statement as as well. Uh, Kobe's support for the WNBA and women's basketball, along with his passion for helping young girls and boys follow their dreams, made him a true legend for our sport. We admire him not just as a legendary basketball player, but as a father, a, young, a, a youth coach, and a role model for future generations of athletes. And not even just at, like athletes, just a role model for, you know, people in general. Like this man, he was a loving husband. He had four daughters. And, you know, it just, I mean, it sucked, you know, that he, he passed. Like, but... I mean, I, f I feel, you know, awful for his wife and his three daughters and, you know, of course, the other families as well. You know, it was really, 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 really uh, tragic, sad news. But uh, I'm going to go into some things, you know, that like uh, we're going to talk about what the NBA is doing. And uh, I'm going to talk about, you know, my my favorite, like some memorable things of him. And I, I'm going to, you know, just to reflect on him a little bit now. Uh, so uh, basically, uh, yes. Well, yesterday in preparing for this podcast, your boy D-Train was watching some Kobe highlights. And oh, oh, my goodness. Like, oh, just Lord have mercy, man. The 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 the, the Kobe fadeaways. Oh, the, the footwork? Like, have you seen this man's footwork? Oh, my God. Like, like, oh, I, I was, oh, my goodness. I was watching highlights. I was like, damn. See, and I watched, like, so when I was watching basketball, I, 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 I started in, like, 2007. I, I want to say 2007, 2008. That's when I, like you know, started, like, I, I've watched games here before then, but that's, that's the time I started around liking basketball, you know, in 07, 08, I was a huge uh, D Detroit Pistons guy in my, in my uh, early day, you know, Chauncey Billups was my man, you know, they got Chauncey, they had Rip Hamilton, they had Tayshaun Prince, Rashid Wallace, you know, they had a squad back in Detroit, and, uh, you know, that was my team. You know, I also like the Celtics. You know, this, that, that was the year after in 2007, 2008, the Celtics got that big three with uh, Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, and Paul Pierce. So, you know, that's when I, I started, you know, watching basketball. It was like in, I think, seventh, seventh or eighth grade. That's when, you know, I remember watching the Celtics finals you know, against the Lakers that first year in 2000, 2008, that was probably like the first finals. Like, I mean, we all, we all like catch basketball games, but like that was like the first finals that I actually like remember watching, 
Like I remember, I think game two, game two, oh game one, game one was the Paul Pierce the wheelchair game, <laughs> you know. And there's uh there's some theories all out there that Paul Pierce had to you know take a take a dump, <laughs> so that's why he's in the wheelchair. <laughs> but you know, I, I mean. <laughs> That's what I've heard. And, you know, after Paul Pierce came back, oh, he went off. And um, game two was the Leon Poe game. Uh, I remember that game. And then when the when the series went to L.A., oh, you couldn't stop Kobe. You could not stop Kobe. I mean, Kobe got his in that series. Kobe got his in that series. He just didn't have enough because uh, Paul Gasol was soft in that series and i mean they just got him they first of all they pulled off a high they pulled off a heist for paul gasol they traded like kwame brown and like that stephen a smith video on youtube talking about you know that heist that uh jerry west pulled back in 07 oh y'all need to watch that yeah y'all need to watch that because oh my god that was that was straight fleecing straight fleecing yo uh but yo in that finals, I don't remember the uh, exact. I think Kobe got his MVP that year. Kobe got his MVP in 07, 08. Yeah, yeah. I I, I believe he got the his uh his only MVP that year. Uh, Kobe should have got more MVPs in my opinion, but you know, the league, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. I uh your boy just got sidetracked. Side I saw somebody out the window. I was like, huh? I was like, you you you, you calling for me? <laughs> I'm like, okay. But yeah, uh, we were talking about we were talking about we were talking about that 0708 finals, yo. Kobe went. Kobe Kobe got his. Uh, he had some good plays. I don't remember it too too far because that was uh like 12 years ago, but. Kobe definitely got his, you know, and oh my God, Kobe just makes the most impossible. Like I did not, I did not get to watch too much of number eight Kobe. So, you know, I'm not going to have any bias towards, you know, number 24, but I know number eight Kobe, number eight Kobe was young and he was, he was, he, my man, he had some hops out there. He had hops. Oh my, like, like lord have mercy man kobe was dunking on everybody i i know he he like baptized my man baptized dwight howard yo like i'm sure there's some youtube clips out there but you know you need young number eight kobe number eight kobe he had some hops yo oh he that man has some hops you know when he when he uh when he turned, uh, you know, number 24, Kobe was all about the finesse, you know, the, the, impo I mean, not to say that he didn't have impossible shots, you know, for number eight, Kobe, but number 24, Kobe, oh, the fadeaway, his fadeaway was a work of art. Like it was just, oh, it was just so beautiful to see he back, he, he'd back you down he back you down, give you the shoulder, give you a shimmy, and then, oh, he turn around, and then, boom. <laughs> you didn't block that. <laughs> you didn't block that shot. It's going in. It's going in. This straight cash. It's straight cash out here. Ooh, 
Oh man, I loved using Kobe in 2K. Oh my lord. Oh, 2K. How oh, was it? Like 2K20. Oh, 2K12. I was killing people. I was killing people with that fade away. Oh my god. Oh, but we'll, you know, we'll talk about, you know, more some more Kobe moments and all that. Oh, but yo. Man, number 24 Kobe. Oh my god. The inv it, 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 the man's finesse, yo. The man's fun. Oh my lord. Oh, it, yo, I you need to watch because it, this is just a work of beauty. It's a work of art. You know, like all all his moves, you know. This Kobe Bryant is the closest thing to Michael Jordan. You know, the closest thing to Michael Jordan, man. The killer instinct, the mentality. Yo, you, you get double team, you get triple team Kobe. Kobe's still getting that shot up. He's still getting that shot up, yo. And, oh my God, you should see his baseline, his baseline fadeaways. Oh my Lord. Oh, I was just so in awe. Like every time I watch Kobe highlights, I'm just like, damn, like, I'm like, damn, I'm like, Jesus Christ, yo. I'm like, shit, man. Oh, my God. But, oh, rest in peace, man. Rest in peace. And he said, I think in an interview with, uh, with, uh, what's his name? With, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. He said his daughter was better than him at his, at, at that age, like when he was 13. So, you G Gigi was gonna be a beast, yo. He said Gigi was a beast. I mean, I haven't watched any footage of her, and shame on me. I should. I should watch footage of her. But you know, shame on me. And you know, when I go home, I am gonna watch some footage of her. But oh my god, she was gonna go to was it Yukon? I think it was Yukon. She was gonna go to Yukon and you know, oh my it's just so sad. Like, oh, she would have been a legend too. Oh my God, it's so sad. It's it's so sad. She would have been a legend in the WNBA. And, and, oh, speaking of the WNBA, Kobe was like at all the games. I'm not going to say all the games, but Kobe was, you know, he was at games. Kobe was a man who, was, who supported the WNBA. And, you know, he actually like i don't know with with he kind of inspired me to you know like get into the i saw him like you know i saw him like talk to these wmba players and support the wmba and you know he kind of inspired me to do the same and like now you know i'm gonna you know i'm gonna try to do more like last year i went to a whole bunch of games uh for the wmba i went to a whole bunch of connecticut suns games you know, cause, uh, I, I got tickets, you know, I don't even know. I just, I don't even know how I got in. I mean, I, I got into like the WNBA probably like two or three years ago. No, maybe like two, two or three years ago. It was in college. You know, my friend, uh, my friend Rafi, we were watching, uh, we would watch the WNBA playoffs, but it wasn't until like this past season or, that I started, you know, started following it just like the NBA. And now, you know, to tease stuff, 
there's going to be more WNBA on the Mega Rain podcast. You know, we're going to cover we going to cover the WNBA like we cover the NBA. We're not just going to talk about the games I went to and, you know, some like oh, beginning mid-season and season review. Nah, we go we go we going to talk about the WNBA just like we talk about the NBA. We're going to talk about the schedule, we're going to talk about free agency, we're going to talk about anything, everything about WNBA and we're going to bring we're going to bring more exposure out here. You know, we're going to bring more exposure. We're going to get people talking about women's basketball because women's basketball is oh you know, it's a good product. What they have, what what the WNBA offers as a product is a great product. And you know, more people, I'm telling people, y'all need to stop sleeping, yo. Y'all need to stop sleeping on the WNBA because the WNBA is nice. It's nice, yo. I mean, obviously, it's not as good as the NBA, but you know, it, the WNBA by itself, it's still pretty nice. And I encourage people, you know, to you know watch on your TV. Or even go to the game. The games, the games are cheap, yo. Games are cheap. Like you can sit front row for like less than fifty dollars. So, you know, I mean, fifty. I think like forty to hundred. Depends. Depends who you see him. But like, yeah, you know, it's cheap. So, I also love what he did. For, I also love what Kobe did for the uh, WNBA. You know, he inspired a lot of WNBA players. Uh, he went to the games. You know, and his daughter, of course, his daughter was going to be going to go to UConn and then she was going to be in the WNBA and like, oh, my God, it's just, oh, oh, she would have been a beast in the WNBA. She would have killed it in college. She would have been a beast in the WNBA. So we don't get to see. Oh, my God, it's so sad. It's so tragic. Oh, man, man. But I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about some of the Kobe commercials I like. Uh, so the Kobe system commercials, uh, specifically level six. <laughs> uh, I watched that commercial yesterday. Now I I mean I'm just gonna be like general because I don't remember too much about it. But I'm just gonna give you like the general thing. Basically, Kanye keeps asking questions and Kobe's just like more, and he's like more. But if you if you uh, look at the commercial on YouTube. It's, uh, you know, the Kobe system commercial level six Bistion with Kanye. It's a fresh commercial. Like, check it out. Check out, check out the whole thing. Actually level one, level two, level three, level four, level five and level six. They're all pretty good. Uh, I was, I was cracking up last night when I was watching it. And, uh, also, uh, game one, 2010 finals, Lakers Celtics fourth quarter. This is the Kobe, the the Chris Rock, the Chris Rock moment, the Chris Rock moment where you and you know Chris Rock, Chris Rock a comedian, so he's funny. That man's funny as hell, and literally you could just see Kobe like he's just so focused and determined on the game, and like Chris Rock is just trying to tell him a joke, and Kobe's just like not having it. He's like, I don't know exactly what he said, but like. Oh my God! Like Kobe's just face of determination, yo. He he was so determined. He will. He man, that man had the will, yo. Oh my God! Like ah, uh. 
we're just gonna hash we're gonna hashtag this podcast mamba mentality i know d train don't have the mamba mentality but you know uh, maybe one day maybe one day i'll gain it maybe one day oh my god that's a that's a you want to watch a commercial that's a funny ass commercial yo that's a funny commercial oh and then uh game two of the uh 2009 finals this is the perfect example of what Kobe Bryant was. So, uh, that that was the uh, Lake 2009 Finals. That was against the Lakers and the Magic. Game two, uh, both the Lakers won both game. The Lakers basically protected home court. They won both games. Uh, and one, the reporter asked him, you know, I I I think Kobe was like he was not happy. He was kind of grumpy. And basically the reporter asked him in something in the lines of, you know, why is he not happy? And, and you know, why is he not cracking his file? And in typical Kobe fashion, he goes, what's there to be happy about? Job's not finished. And yo, there are some memes on Instagram. I'm telling you, it's the funniest thing. Oh my God. Speaking of memes. Oh, I know, I know it's too soon. Oh my God. It's too soon oh no 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 I, I can't do it i can't do it but it's it's too soon for that it's too soon i don't i don't want to you know be disrespectful it's too soon but we're just gonna leave it at that uh 2000 2009 finals job's not finished yo that that's kobe bryant man that's kobe yo oh i loved kobe man i like I, I unfortunately I did not get to see him play. I really wish I got to see him play, but you know, I was in uh, I was I wasn't making money. I wasn't making money by the time Kobe retired. So you know, I couldn't afford. I mean, I couldn't afford to take myself to the games and educate myself. And plus, he he's he's all the way in Los Angeles, and you you know, Celtics Lakers Celtics Lakers tickets. Oh my God. You know how much money that shit go for? We said $200, $200 to sit in the fucking balcony, yo. $200. I was like, oh, my. Imagine when Kobe was on the team. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> I just, oh, man. This past, this past Lakers game, $200 to sit in balcony. $200. Oh, man. Oh, Ooh, but I mean, you got to see LeBron, you know, LeBron's nice. And uh, also on this podcast, I'm not going to talk about any conspiracy theories because, you know, we, we're like I said, we are dedicating this podcast to Kobe Bryant. Uh, I I thought it was kind of timely how, you know, I mean, I didn't read it. I'm, I'm going to read his tweet of what he said to LeBron because literally Kobe died like the day after LeBron LeBron passed him on the all-time scoring list. So, I mean, that kind of, you know, raises some eyebrows, but we're not, we not going to get into that. Uh, I'm going to read you his tweet, though. He said, um, continuing to move the game forward at King James. Much respect, my brother. Number 33644 with the uh, muscle pound emoji. So, and then, it, yeah, it was so unfortunate that he, like, died the day after, but... I'm not going to get into those theories and all that. Uh, you know, there's some speculation that China was involved, and uh, we're just not going to get into that. Uh, 
you know. But yeah, moving, moving, moving forward, moving forward, uh, reminiscing about, oh my God. I don't care if you're a fan of basketball, but man, y'all just need to watch this man's highlights, yo. Watch his, hi watch his, re like, watch the things on YouTube. Even some interviews, he got some funny interviews. Watch the thing with Kobe and Shaq, you know, like 10 years after. Literally. Oh my God. We see, I can go, I can like rant about Kobe and Shaq. Cause like, yeah, they should have not lost that, that finals to Detroit. They under like, if they weren't feuding, they should have not lost that finals to Detroit back in 2000. And uh, I want to say 2004, 2000, I think 2004, they shouldn't have not lost that finals. And imagine if Shaq was on the team, how many wings, how many rings they would have won together. And if Shaq wasn't uh, quote unquote lazy on uh, what Kobe said, you know, if he had that, uh, not even the Mamba mentality that Kobe had, but if he, if he took himself more seriously, uh, he could, uh, you know, Kobe said he could have been the best of all time. And I, I kind of agree with that. Shaq was... Shaq was uh, so dominant, man. The man was 7-1. Oh, like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> in the paint, you got to. And Shaq, and Shaq worked on his free throws. His free throws. They're free. You're supposed to make free throws. And it's unacceptable for you to be shooting 60% from the line. Oh, my God. You know how many points this man has left at the free throw line? Too many, too many points. Oh my God. But literally, oh, but yo, and then, oh, when Shaq made the thing about, oh my, even the Shaq, the Shaq Kobe food, the Shaq Kobe feud. Oh, that thing was hilarious. Oh my God. When Shaq made a, like he made a rap or something and you know, he like, yo, I'm better than Kobe when he got his fourth ring. I like, first of all, D-Way carried, yeah. D-Way carried it, Shaq's ass in, in 06, yo. Come on now. We all, we all know this. We all know this. <laughs> D-Way carried Shaq in that final series. D-Way, my boy, was averaging 30, 33 plus. Yo, that was one of the most historic finals. I, you know, that, I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen it, but like, oh, if, you know, one day I have some free time, if, if I have a kid one day and he likes basketball, I'm going to show him that finals. You know, there's a whole bunch of finals I'll show him. I even show him the Kobe, the Kobe, uh, the 2000, the 2009 finals I show and the 2010 finals I show. I remember, I remember those finals. You know, I remember game seven, game seven, Kobe won six for 24. He get, oh my God. And how, and I, Ron Artest, I don't know if he was Metal World Peace at that time, but Ron Artest, he made a, he made a dagger three. Oh man. <laughs> Yo, Ron Artest was a fun guy. <laughs> he was a funny dude. Oh, but oh. anyways, uh, you know, <laughs> reminiscence on, on my some uh, favorable moment, favorable moments. Oh my god, yo! I remember I it was like the 2012, 2013 season. This is what now this season, like the second half of the season, is one of my like favorite Kobe moments. 
because literally, I mean, first of all, when they so in twenty the at the end of twenty twelve in in free agency, Lakers picked up an old Steve Nash. Uh, they traded. I think they traded for Dwight Howard. And, you know, we still have Paul Gasol. We still had Kobe. And uh, Meta World Peace was on, still on the team. Now you're like, man, look, looking on paper, looking on paper, you're like, yo, that's a nice lineup. That's a, that's a fresh lineup. But, boy, uh, Phil Jackson left that year. Uh, I think Mike, Mike, so, uh, Mike, uh, shit, the guy on Cleveland. The guy, uh, LeBron's first coach, I'm blanking on his name right now, but he was the coach. And then J.V. Bickerstaff was the coach. And then Mike D'Antoni was the coach. And, yeah, you know Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni only cares about offense. He don't give no dams about defense. Uh, and, yo, they were straight, straight garbage. They were straight garbage. Uh, and basically Kobe willed them. Kobe willed them to the playoffs. Oh, my God. Ah, I remember that season. He willed that team to the playoffs. He said, yo, oh, my. Like, just watch the 2012-2013 season. Oh, he, I mean, I know he, 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 Kobe put the team on his back. He put the team on his back, and he said, I'm going to take y'all to the promised land. And, you know, it was so unfortunate because he, he tore his Achilles against the uh, against the Golden State Warriors. And, you know, oh, my God, that was so sad. I remember him making his uh, – I think he made his free throw. You know, I think it was an and one, and then he – you know, that, like – oh, my God, that was, that was so – it was so sad. Oh man, and, and that was like the last. Time. Oh, it was so sad. Yeah, but he willed his team to make the playoffs. It was so bad. It was they were straight garbage. And the Lakers, that is the, you don't you don't associate the Lakers with mediocrity. At least you didn't at that time. You didn't associate the Lakers with mediocrity. And Kobe willed that team. He willed that team to the playoffs. And only for them to get swept to the, by the Spurs. And I, I, you know, if Kobe played in that series, if he didn't rupture his Achilles, oh, I mean, we can do, you can do it's and butts all day, but, oh, that would have been fun to watch. I can't believe that team got swept, yo. Oh, I was like, Wow. I'm like, man, Kobe carried all you bums to the playoffs, <laughs> and, and y'all couldn't y'all couldn't even win one game. Oh, how you gonna do Kobe? How you gonna do Kobe like that? Oh my god. Oh, it was it was so sad to see, but that was one of my memorable moments. Uh, also, uh, the 2013 uh, All Star Game where uh, Kobe blocked LeBron. Was it 2013? It was uh, been 2013 or 2012, 2013. I could have swear Kobe had a chase down block in the All-Star game, but I can't find it. Uh, uh, in 2013, he blocked LeBron twice. And <laughs> you know me. <laughs> my guy calls me an anti- and My guy calls me a LeBron James hater. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't like. <laughs> that. That's for another podcast. 
Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was nice, you know. Co- hey, Kobe, Co- Kobe played for real in the All Star games, yo. He played for real. It wasn't just you know, man. We just gonna lily dally like, yo. He he trying to cut your neck. He's like, we trying to win. We trying to win. It don't matter. We trying to win out here. And uh, yeah. Uh, I always loved the Kobe Lebron matchups. Oh, back so I back in um, so it would have been oh seven. I I I watched the oh seven ones, the oh eight, the oh nine, and, and the and the and the first one when you get what the first one was the twenty ten. Oh no, it was in the twenty ten one Bef- before Lebron went to the Heat. So at the end of twenty ten. You know, that's when the matchups because LeBron got D Wade. It was just unfair now. So, <laughs> yeah, and the Lakers were on their way down, down the standings. But yeah, oh my God, uh, February fifth, twenty thirteen. Yo, Kobe. Oh my God. So we we all know 24 Kobe, especially like I don't know after 2010, 20 I'm gonna say like 2011, 20, 2012. You know, people were like, man, man took a step back, but yo, oh man, Kobe was it? Even though Kobe was older, oh yo, he he, oh my God, he he still had some ups. Number 24 Kobe still had some ups, man. He can still he he still he can still posterize somebody. He can still poster somebody. Put put you on a poster reel. Oh, I mean, he wasn't number eight Kobe, but number twenty four Kobe. Oh, he can still dunk. He still get up there. He can still get up there, man. Ooh. And uh, but yo, my, one of my favorite dunks was when he 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 pulled it back. It was like six seconds. I left left on the shot shot clock. It was against the uh, the Brooklyn Nets. And Kobe basically dunks on, dunked on uh, Gerald Wallace and, and Chris Humphreys. Now, I know, the, I mean, these two guys, you know, they're not like, I mean, they're okay. But we ain't talking like, you know, like all-star people. But, like, I think Kobe was, like, in his 30s. I want to say 34, 30, 34 or something like that. Or 33. And he, he's still, yeah, he's still yamming like that. Oof. Oh, man. oh my god i'm telling y'all y'all just need to watch like it doesn't even make me it like it honestly like it doesn't make me sad watching his highlights like i guess it makes people sad because you know but i just like i get excited and i'm just like on my seat when i watch his when i watch him on youtube I was, i'm just like damn i'm just like damn man I'm like, yo, like, I'm just like, damn, I'm like, sheesh, like, like, all those Kobe shots, like, oh my, like, those are tough-ass shots, and like, yo, even though I'm not in the game, I'm like, man, I felt that, like, yo, I felt that, I'm like, man, oh my god, I remember 2010 Western Conference Finals, yo, Kobe had the ball. This was late game in the clutch against Grant Hill. Yo, there's footage of this. Oh, Grant Hill did all. Grant Hill played all all the best defense he could. He played all the best defense he could. Kobe was just too good. He was just too. Oh my god, y'all, y'all just need to watch this. Watch, watch the 2010 play. Watch the 2010 playoffs. 
and even the 2009 playoffs that was that was good too and i mean you can watch the early 2000s like i know i'm not speaking about the early 2000s but like i was like five years old i was six years old i know they repeated and um you know Shaq and kobe repeated and you know i'm not gonna take away from that because you know Shaq and kobe is actually one of the best duos of uh, all time in the nba you know probably right under uh michael jordan and uh scotty pippen and I mean, you know, there's arguments there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I do think, see, Jordan is just better than them both because we, I, I, I'm taking, I'm taking Shaq and Kobe over Scottie Pippen, but like, Jordan's just better than both of them. <laughs> I'm not gonna say both of them combined, but you know, Scott, Scott, Scotty, Scotty was still good. He was still good. He's a, uh, you know, top, uh, top fifty player in the NBA. You know, all time. So. But yeah, Ooh, just just like watching Kobe. Oh my god, it just like I don't know. I don't feel like crying. I just feel like oh, I like it's just a show, man. It's a show. I'm just like damn. I'm like Kobe did him like that. I like oh, it just brings it. It it just brings. I mean, I know he passed, and it just brings excitement out of me just watching him. You know, it just brings excitement. I like I never played ball. I would see, unfortunately, your boy D Train was never good enough to play ball. I had asthma, you know, I'm not I'm not that athletic, you know. I was I was more athletic in my high school days. I did I did, I did track and field, you know, I used to run. <laughs> my, my, my ass can't run no more though. I can't run no more, yo. I can't run a mile to save my life, but you know <laughs> Oh, but oh man! Hey, like like Adam Silver said, Kobe just watching Kobe just makes you want to pick up a basketball and just play one on one. And you're like, yeah, clear it out. I got, I got you. Even like even when I play basketball, like yo, <laughs> my, my friends know this. My friends know this. Everyone who's played basketball with me, I I try to do the Kobe fadeaway. I try, I try, I try and do the Kobe fadeaway. Oh, I got the one leg, I got the one leg off balance Kobe fadeaway, yo. So, hey, sometimes it goes in, but most of the time, I want to say like 70% of the time, I'm not like Kobe. It it goes, it, 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 it's not good. It's not good. Like 30%, of, I'll, I, I'll shoot in like 30% from the floor. I was shooting 30, 30% from the floor. You know, Kobe was in his high 40s. You know, I don't know if he ever got a 50% uh, field goal percentage. I would have to look that up. But, you know, oh, D -train, D, when D-Train played ball, when he played one-on-one, -on -one, uh, your boy shot like 30%. Oh, and, and then, oh, man, the asthma was killing him, yo. <laughs> he, was, he was huffing and puffing after, like, 10 minutes. He's like, coach, coach, take me out, coach. Oh, my <laughs> see you know i i can roast myself it's so it's okay because you know i mean i've won my fair share of ball games one-on-one -on -one. i've won my fair share you know against friends you know we play for fun you know but you know i've won my, <laughs> won my fair share you know when i when i went to franklin pierce i would go in the bubble i work on my shots i, I work on my i work on my fadeaway jumper you know i'm like woo. 
I was like, damn. I was like, oh. <laughs> Yo, speaking of ball, man, I can't wait to like the summertime. I don't know. I can, you know, <laughs> play with some friends. Play, play with some people. Play with some non-ball players. Because if I play with a ball player, I get my ass whooped, yo. He said, I, I get my ass whooped. I'd be, oh, man. Like, 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 damn. Oh, oh, it, it, yo, this is a fun podcast, man. I, 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 oh my, I know this is like a serious subject, but, and you know, I'm not trying to like, you know, I know, we're not making, we're not making fun of his death. We're not doing that. Like, we're just honoring him and making a tribute, you know, but you know, I mean, that's what Kobe wants you to do. He wants you to have fun. He wants you to have, be the best of what you can be, you know, be the best of, to your ability. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I think I got some more uh, more memorable moments. But uh, everyone, man, everyone knows the uh, eighty-one points against the Raptors. Yo, the, hey, the Jalen Rose, the Jalen Rose commercial. <laughs> Yo, the Jalen Rose commercial. Oh my God, it is. Uh, it's 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 nice, yo. Oh my, yo, or Kobe or Kobe trolls Jalen Rose. Y'all need to watch that too. That's it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Uh, at the sixty-two points in three quarters against the Mavs. Uh the Mamba, the Mamba out moment. His last game, Kobe's last game in the league. This man dropped sixty points. Sixty points. He dropped sixty in his last game. And it, he, he, oh my! This man put up a sixty piece. And I, <laughs> poor Gordon Hayward, poor Gordon Hayward defending him. Oh my God! You the Utah Jazz gave Kobe a, gave up a sixty piece from Kobe Bryant. Oh man! Oh Lord! Oh, <laughs> but yo, that's that's one way to go out. That's one way to go out, man. Oh, and then uh, we talked about the twenty twelve season. <laughs> Uh, and you got to talk about the 08, the 07, 08 season, his MVP season. We didn't even give, we didn't even give Kobe's credentials, yo. This man is a five-time NBA champion, one-time MVP, two-times finals MVP, 18-time NBA all-star selection, two Olympic golds. Oh, I mean, I did, I did catch the Olympic, uh, I started watching the Olympics. Uh, I didn't watch Beijing that much, but I started watching the Olympics in uh, 2012. And I actually can't wait for the uh, 26, the 2020 Olympics coming up this year. And I mean, yeah, I just can't wait. Uh, but I think he and Kobe, hey, Kobe played some defense too. I, I think he was nine times uh, NBA all defense. Don't quote me on that, but you know, there's stats. Um, Hey, Kobe was yeah. Kobe was putting work on the offensive end, man. You need two, three. You need to put. You need to put the whole damn team on Kobe, yo. Oh my God, like Kobe in the clutch, guys. Oh, Kobe in the clutch. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh my God. Oh Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Oh. I loved using him in 2K too. Yo, no, oh, the jab, the jab step threes, the jab step step back three. Ooh. 
Yo, in the finals 2010, I don't remember. I think it was game three. Game three or one of those game three to game five. It was at TD Garden 2010. My boy, Kobe. Kobe hit. Kobe was on the... Uh, he was on the uh the baseline, the baseline three. Oh, he hit Ray Allen. He jabbed Ray Allen. He jabbed Ray Allen. Oh, he jabbed him once a couple times, I think. Oh, he he made his he made his move and then whew, he hit him with a step back three. I like damn. I was like, oh. I was like, damn. And then oh, I think he hit one of the one three from like the logo. And D D Wade was D Wade was uh at in attendance, and you could just see D Wade. You could see D Wade's face. Oh, he's like, yo, that's a bad mother. <laughs> that's a bad mofo right there. Oh my god. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna watch some more Kobe highlights. Actually, no, nah, I'm gonna try to get this pod out. See, honestly, I'm gonna try to get this pod out as quick as possible. Uh. But, oh my god the, uh, the, the pump fakes man his pump fakes kobe's pump fakes oh my lord oh oh uh the the closest thing the, the closest thing to michael jordan man the closest thing and like i didn't even get, i didn't even get to watch that much jordan to be honest with you because you know I mean, like I like I told y'all, I, I I started watching you know NBA in like you know seven oh seven you know my, I was watching Kobe, you know, and then uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I would always you know love Kobe, you know I like LeBron. I mean, I, I don't hate LeBron. Like I don't know, you can call me a hater. <laughs> I don't like I like LeBron. I respect LeBron. I just think you know he's just very uh. You know he can be very passive aggressive, and he just didn't have that men that mentality, the killer instinct that my boy Kobe had, that Kobe had, that Jordan had. LeBron's always like, "I need help! I need help!" Like, yo, they gave him the stimulus package. You know, basically just gave him AD, and <laughs> and <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> just lost my. In a con. basically like lebron has just had so much help you know i mean Le and lebron I, like i don't get me wrong I, we shouldn't be we shouldn't be comparing on this podcast you know lebron is great on great in his own because lebron is basically like magic johnson you like magic johnson and you know michael jordan like you know everyone says this if my if michael and magic had a baby that's that's basically lebron james that's lebron right there so you know he has a different game. Like so, so I do, I do uh, think LeBron. Like LeBron has had that clutch. Like LeBron had the clutch gene. I always thought LeBron had the clutch gene. Like, and if you didn't think LeBron had the clutch gene, just watch the twenty seven two thousand. Ask the Detroit Pistons. Ask the Detroit Pistons of two thousand seven. All right, ask them because yeah. Oh, LeBron. Oh my God. Oh, I think LeBron had like 25 straight points or something like that. Oh, I, my, my memory doesn't serve me well, but like ask the Detroit Pistons if you don't think LeBron's clutch. Because ask the Chicago Bulls in 2011. I'll look at that 2011 series, the first series they went to the NBA Finals with uh with LeBron on his first year of the Heat. Oh, look, 
Go go this tape of this. There is tape, y'all. Go watch go watch these uh series against the the Bulls, uh the Celtics, and uh who they play in the first round? Was it the Hawks? I don't remember who they played in the first round. But there there is tape of this. And to say LeBron is just not clutch, it's just idiotic, yo. Now, I know sometimes LeBron doesn't take the last shot, but still, that man was clutch. He always made the right basketball play. Uh, uh, Segwaying off from LeBron, like, I, like I, respect, I, I respect LeBron. I really do, you know. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I hate, you know. I'm biased. It's okay. Like, he's been trauma. Like Kobe, LeBron has been traumatizing my Celtics for years. For years. But yeah, I think I went all I went through all of my uh, Kobe moments, my favorite slash memorable Kobe moments. Uh, don't forget that game, and I think it was two thousand nine. Uh, uh, Kobe dropped sixty two at MSG. Uh, I think it was in February. It's a couple of days ago. They did the uh, I don't know. It was, I think it was like last year was the ten year anniversary of that. So you know that was a good game too. Anyways, uh, to close out the podcast, we're going to, I'm going to leave you with a quote at the end. But uh, before that, I'm going to discuss, you know, what the NBA has been doing to warn and basically tribute, uh, pay tribute to uh, Kobe Bryant. So uh, the Clippers-Lakers game was rescheduled. The game on the, I want to say January 28th. Let me just get my calendar. It was on a Tuesday. I remember that. So that that game was rescheduled because, you know, I mean, he died on Sunday and people, you know, we were all mourning. You know, it, it was too soon, too soon, especially a, a game of that magnitude. It was too soon to have. So, uh, you know, kudos to the NBA for uh, rescheduling that. And a bunch of teams have taken um, an eight second violation, eight second backcourt violation as well as uh, taking a 24-second shot clock violation, uh, you know, because that's Kobe's jersey number, number eight and number 24. Uh, there are a whole bunch of tribute videos from the NBA teams, as well as the NFL regarding Kobe, Gianna, G- Gigi, and the uh, seven others who died in that crash. And uh, NBA players throughout that last week were wearing uh, Kobe, uh, Kobe's jersey numbers, number eight and number 24. Uh, some players are changing their jersey number. So Spencer Didwitty is changing his number from number 8 to 26. Terrence Frost is changing his from number 8 to number 31. And Jaleel Okafor is number 8 to number 9. Quinn Cook is saying that uh, he's going to, that the number 2 jersey should be retired uh, in place of Gigi. Uh, ma- hashtag Mambasita. Mam- uh, so he's going to change his number to 28. Marquise Morris, uh, number 8 to 88. Alex Burke, number 8 to number 20. Zaire Smith of Philadelphia, number 8 to number 7. You got Mo Harkless for number 8 to 11. You got Mason Plumley from 24 to number 7. And those five, Marquise, Alex Burke, Zaire Smith, Mo Harkless, and Mason Plumley. Uh, this is not yet official with the NBA teams. So, you know, in my notes, I put a little, you know, little star, little asterisk. But the first three, Spencer Dinwiddie, Terrence Ross, and Jaleel Okafor, they all announced that they were changing changing their jersey number. 
And lastly, uh, I mean, I'm sure they're going to do some more things. for The NBA is going to do some more things, you know, to tribute and mourn Kobe. But the basically, the all-star game is changing. And I actually, I'm looking forward to this, actually. So you're going to still have your three normal 12-minute quarters. But in the fourth quarter, and this is via the NBA on, uh, I got this right off the Instagram, uh, the NBA's IG account. Uh, the fourth quarter, basically, the game clock's going to be turned off. The final target score is set. The final target score is taken by the leading team's cumulative score after the first three quarters and adding 24 points. And that was Kobe's latest uh, latest jersey. So, And there's going to be an untimed fourth quarter. And the first team to reach the final target score wins the All-Star game. So we had the example, if it was 100 to 95, the target score for it would be 124. The team with 100 points will have to score 24 points. And the team with 95, 95 points will have to score 29 points. And whoever gets to that target, 124, wins. So I'm looking, I'm, I'm actually, you know, I'm really happy that the NBA did that. Uh, I think it was, you know, like a, a, a really good gesture. And I'm really excited to uh, see that. And, uh, yeah, uh, I know there's been talks about the logo changing the Kobe. Uh, my position on that is, uh, I mean, I'm not going to give you my position because I honestly don't want the logo to change. Uh, and that's just, that's just me. It's not, you know, I don't know. I, I don't want to get dwell and be negative on this, but you know, uh, if the logo did change, you know, to Kobe, I, I think I think if the logo is going to change, it should be to either Kobe, LeBron, or Michael Jordan. Those are the only three people who should be on the logo, in my opinion. And, you know, uh, if they changed it, you know, I'll be happy. I, I would be happy. I just don't want it to change. Like, if you ask me what my stance was, I'd say I'll just keep the logo. I know Jerry West... Jerry West said that he didn't mind if the logo was changed. And then, you know, t Jerry West drafted Kobe. So, you know, there's some, you know, parallel here and there. But, like, I don't know. I just I just don't feel like the, the logo should be changed. Uh, not to sound insensitive. But, you know, that's where I stand with that. And, yeah. Uh, before I end this podcast, uh, yo, this was, you know, a good podcast. Uh, you can check out the Make It Rain podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, and Stitcher. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Make It Rain Pod. On Facebook, we are the Make It Rain Podcast. So, you know, give us a follow. Uh, you, you know, and uh, listen to us on your favorite podcast app. And I am going to leave you uh, with this quote from Kobe Bryant as a source of motivation. The most important thing is to try and inspire people so they can be great in whatever they want to do. Yeah.